Angie and Janelle podcast, your daily mood booster. Ottawa's Move 100. Hello, Tuesday. Good morning, Angie. Good morning, Janelle. Morning. morning. Good morning to all those of you listening to us on the iHeartRadio app, on your smart speaker, and driving, and on the old car radio. We, we're having a bit of an argument behind the scenes, <laughs> relating back to yesterday's show. <laughs> relating back to yesterday's show, we were talking about a new nightmare the city is looking for. and uh, Not a nightmare. You keep saying <laughs> like it sounds like a nightmare. A nightmare. <laughs> A nightmare. Someone who can take charge at night. And I suggested off the air that the city needs a zip line across Spark Street. And Angie and I are fighting. Angie's like, no, we don't. Nobody's going to come to the city for a zip line. We have a zip line that goes across the Ottawa River. That was a huge addition to our city. And I don't think people are only flocking to our city to go across a zip line. Like, I, I think if you're talking about revamping Ottawa's nightlife, and that means mm-hmm. like, that means drawing business to your downtown core, that means infrastructure. It means. Like, you know, basically bringing back a whole, you know, windfall for these businesses that are struggling. Nobody works down here anymore, the whole thing. So, I mean, when you think about all of that and bringing in tourism and whatever, and we've talked about this before, obviously the long-term goal with that would be a venue where you have sporting, where you have concerts, something in your downtown area where people are going to flood out after, they're going to pour into the bars and restaurants, and boom, you have your nightlife. I don't think people are going to flock to Ottawa, Stu, to do a zip line across Park Street. And like this if is I had, where we disagree. I think if, they would. If you have the option to go across the Ottawa River into a different province and do an interprovincial, the only interprovincial zip line, mm-hmm. you're going to choose to go over top of Spark Street instead? Absolutely. He says they, Support Ottawa. He goes, they could put down mats. <laughs> mats. Like, like a gymnasium, like gym well, class. Well, mats. Do you know how, you know how zip falls? lines work? Yes, I know how zip lines work. I'm not In a In case moron. anyone falls. Nobody's showing up if anyone's going to make Maybe fall and mats are supposed to save you. If you Wait. ever fell in gym class off those bars onto a mat, it still hurts. Yeah, <laughs> you put protective a protective uh, supporting system all the way. Well, then, well, obviously, a, a proper zip line should have no fear of anyone falling. <laughs> you are you are clipped in, my man. You are not like... So we were joking yesterday about this new position that Ottawa wants to fill, this whole nightmare, which, you know, they're they're trying to bring back life to the city because people think we're boring. And so we, are. we were talking about all the things that, you know, you suggest that the nightmare could do to improve mm-hmm. nightlife in Ottawa. Yeah. And, and that's the best you have, Stu? <laughs> what do you mean that's... What are you looking at me like that's the best? That's a great idea. The, okay. So, uh, okay. So that's one idea. Then. Yeah. I mean, somebody mentioned the other day that we should just get like a massive uh, Ferris wheel and have that kind of like... That's a good idea. You know, down, the, down mm-hmm. maybe by the water or something. But, you know, we talk about Spark Street. Like, you think a zip line is going to make Spark Street better. I'm just I saying think, we have a zip line, like you said. Yeah. The biggest one. The interprovincial one. I don't um, think we need another zip line. Tanya on our Facebook page says, like, Spark Street needs to be the place to be. Like, it's it's not right it's now. Space. It is. Like, there's got to be restaurants bars, nightlife. She's like, look at European cities and yeah. see how it's done. That's a pedestrian street that should be the highlight of downtown. Mm-hmm. And you should I, be able to drink along it. <laughs> I can walk there very easily. I never go there. No. There's nothing that excites me about Spark Street. The only time it's it, dead. It, well, the only time it comes alive is when you have things like Rib Fest or something like that, where you bring in all the or food like the winter and, and yeah. you have like a, a purpose. Mm-hmm. It needs a purpose. Yeah, for sure. The, it needs to be a regular purpose. Yeah. The city should like, offer <laughs> tax credits to open up restaurants along Spark Street. Just help them. Well, out. there are patios and restaurants along Spark Street, mm-hmm. but it's, name one. Um, 
I was actually. I mean, the rab- rabbit ago. holes yeah. down there. Mm-hmm. Um, there's like the beer market. There's yeah. Um, like another Irish pub that's down there. There's we went there's to an escape spots. room down there and went for, yeah. to a patio yeah. along there. There's, I mean, Darcy's at the other end of it. Yeah, Darcy's for sure. a legendary location. But I just, yeah, like that's that's another place that needs to be revamped. That's just wasted space. We yeah. can talk about nightlife. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's mm-hmm. nothing going on there at night. Mm-hmm. No. So putting down gymnasium mats along Spark Street <laughs> and adding another zip line might not be the first approach that's going to make Ottawa on the map. Well, at least it's a, a suggestion. <laughs> we'll, we'll consider it. <laughs> when you think useless, think of Stu. Hey, everybody. Welcome. Welcome. It's Stuntman Stu's useless fact of the day on Move 100. All right, all right, all right. Gather around the orator machine for another mind-blowing useless fact about your foot, which Janelle obviously knows. Um, Angie? You ready to hear this fact? What do you mean whatever I say, already know? Because every fact I say, you already know. Oh, <laughs> oh, I was like, what? Okay, your, did you know that your foot is exactly as long as the distance from your wrist to the crook of your elbow? I did know that. Oh, so you knew this I, too. I, I didn't, didn't know, know that. that. That was new to me, but Angie knew it. So. I don't know how I knew that. Somebody, t- I don't know if it was in school or something. At some point in my life, someone said that. Yeah. It's That's how fascinating. Long? Like this, like right here, you're in your yeah, elbow to your is wrist. It's the length of your foot. Huh. If you actually put your foot up there and test it out. <clears throat> Interesting. Mm-hmm. I, I researched that because all my facts, Janelle's like, I knew that. I give you a five. Did you try it with your foot? I did. Does Is it accurate for you? I almost broke my foot doing this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was, was going to say, you got to be you pretty bending? flexible. I don't know if Sue's that flexible to I'm, test I'm that I'm not out. very flexible. I used to be. <laughs> Uh, it's funny how the body works, though, eh? Like, it's interesting that that would be a thing. Mm. All right, how do you rate that fact from 1 to 10? Yeah, I found that pretty interesting. I think I'll give it a 7.5. Thank you very much. Okay, yeah, I'll give it a 7. Thank you. To the scores we go at 10 30 If you're new to the show, you chime in with a text and uh, a creative handle, funny little nickname, like Bitterman says five, and he knew that. Of course, Bitterman knew that. <laughs> Bitterman knows a lot of things, too. <laughs> uh, Sassy Kathy and Manowit, each giving you a 10 and a 9.5. Mm, this maybe was a well-known fact, Stu. Fantastic. I knew that, but still gives you a 10 this morning. I was told at a shoe store once because I had a cast from 10 from Turtley Sharon. Oh, mm. yeah. I guess that would help you out. Aussie <laughs> mm. Canadian, I'll give you an eight, but I, yes, I did know that. Is this something that everyone learned in school and I just yeah. forgot or something like that? Just one of those things that it. rolls around in the back of your head. Big Red Beard Dave. Um, he says, be right back. I'm currently <laughs> measuring, but uh, he gave you a 10 this morning. Let us know if it's accurate. Uh, Stuart's number one favorite fan is an erotic mama g- gives Dr. Schwartz a 10. What about the size of a man's foot? It's the same thing, mother. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's, on, it's only on your own body, right? Yeah. 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 So it's, yeah, whatever your length is on your arm, yeah. man or woman look, would look be. It's, it's similar to the fact that like our, our wingspan essentially is our height, right? Is it? What? what? Yeah. Your, your, your hands tip to tip, like your, your, your finger tip that to tip short. is your height. But we don't oh. fly. No. Whatever, I'm calling it a wingspan because that's an easy way to explain it. Mm-hmm. Like a bird's wingspan. Like, so a put human's, your two arms out that length. That's your height. your height. I'm pretty no, sure. No, it's not. I'm 95% sure that that is I think you're 95% accurate. wrong because my wingspan is uh, maybe five feet. Really? And I'm like 6'2". Maybe you have a little short uh, T-Rex arms. <laughs> All of Famers, Ghost Runners, Dad, Pierre, the Dehydrated Frenchman. We give that a 10, but Dad knew that, remembered it from art class. Okay, so maybe that's where I learned it. Mm. Art it's class? Somewhere. Why the heck would you be learning that in art class? What kind of school did you go to? <laughs> <laughs> Flick class. <laughs> Move mornings with Stuntman Stu, Angie, and Janelle on Move 100. What's trending? 
Well, all eyes were on U.S. cable news yesterday with a couple of massive announcements. Tucker Carlson is out at Fox News. His show has long been one of their top-rated programs, some way, somehow. When he signed off on Friday, he said he would be back Monday. In fact, he was not back. And amid uh, a week of just bad legal news for both Fox and Carlson. So a week ago... Fox agreed to pay almost $800 million, so $787 million, to settle the lawsuit with Dominion Voting Systems over the network's like airing of false claims during the presidential election. Yeah, They settled and paid that amount shortly before Carlson was expected to be called to testify. So that just goes to show you they did not want him to speak. Exactly. Among other lawsuits that have been filed against Tucker himself or just operations on his show and behind the scenes. I mean, he was um, toxic in that environment yes, for sure. He was. And then, as that was taking over, like, the news cycle, CNN quietly slips in that they have let go one of their most popular hosts, Don Lemon. He is out. He took to Twitter and said that his firing came as a surprise to him. He did his show yesterday morning, and then all of a sudden was told that after 17 years at CNN, you're no longer required. And he said that he thought someone in management would have had the decency to tell him directly, CNN... Uh, says that the, he was offered the opportunity to meet with management, but instead decided to release his statement on Twitter. Oh. Okay. <laughs> but he, too, had a lot of bad press lately. And one of those instances where he came under major fire for his foot in his mouth, and he had to publi- publicly apologize for it, but it was these comments he made about what age a woman is in her prime. Listen to this. She says people, you know, politicians or something are not in their prime. Nikki Haley is in her prime. Sorry. When a woman is considered to be in her prime in her 20s and 30s and maybe 40s. What do you that's, talk- not acor- Wait. I, that's not according to me. Prime for what? Uh, it depends. I mean, it's just like prime. If you look it up, it'll say, if you look, if you Google when is a woman in her prime, it'll say 20s, 30s and 40s. Mm. Yeah, who's, Dawn, who's Dawn. sitting there Googling, when Dawn. is a woman in her prime, Internet? Yeah. I need to know if I'm past it. Oh. He had to undergo formal training for those sexist comments and other comments he's made in other interviews. But, like, women are past their prime after 50, but a man can run for president when he's 80. Right? Oh, 80. No, Dawn, no. Unreal. Stephanie and Stu, Angie and Janelle. I turn them on every morning when I wake up. Ottawa's Move 100. Now everyone will have a different opinion about this as to where the best seat is on an airplane. Mm. And this discussion um, was sparked online thanks to a TikToker who says that um, the window seat is stressful and she hates it. And a lot of people took offense to that. Yeah, because that's usually the one people gravitate towards, right? Yeah. yeah. But if you have to pee and get up, you're annoying the passengers next to you. Well, that's what she is saying, basically, is that she is like so anxious about it because she knows that she pees a lot. And that's making not one, but two people move every time you have to get up. And it's weird because then they have to like get out and not, like pour out into the aisle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you do that weird dance where you're trying to get around each other. Yeah. Yeah, but and then I, you got to do it on the way back. You yeah. got to, you know, like pass through them again. Mm-hmm. What's your favorite seat on the plane? Uh, the aisle. 
And the aisle by the emergency exit, that is the primo seat, if I can get it. Well, but anyone's going to say the emergency exit. There's yeah, a but, little extra wiggle room there. Yeah, yeah. the extra half an inch mm-hmm. is worth its weight in gold, and I'll pay for that anytime. But yeah. I can't usually get those seats. I don't well, know why. Well, they're the first to go. They're yeah, the most people popular. Want those. Yeah. Melanie said that she always wants the emergency exit because she goes, I don't trust people not to panic in an emergency, and I know that I'll take charge. Ah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> why do you like the aisle seats, too? Because I get up to pee like 15 times. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. that's why. I don't want to bother those people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I tend to, I never get it, but I tend to like that front of the plane. You know, like even the first row, if oh, you can yeah. get it, because there's like nobody in front of you. Mm-hmm. You can put yeah. your feet up if you wanted to. And like you're, you know, maybe not in the midst of all of the noise that kind of gravitates to mm-hmm. the center of the cabin. You're like a little bit further removed. I like the front of the plane. You just want to yeah. be the first one out. Uh, well, that too, but then sometimes that's not always the case. <laughs> sometimes they open the back door. The back of the plane is so loud, um, and you're the last person to get off typically. Although, if you're going to a, a southern destination, the back of the plane ain't so bad because they do usually open that's up the true. back of the plane, yeah, yeah. and you can like offboard uh, in both directions. But it seems like I always end up getting like a, a, a middle aisle, which is okay. You kind of get your food mid-range or you get served mid-range. But I'm a window person forever. It's not just because I like to look out the window. It's because I don't want to be bothered by people who need to pee. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want to be bothered by me. I don't really go pee on back. You're a camel. Like if I if I can at all costs, I am not going in that airport um, or that uh, airplane bathroom. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. It's also impossible to pee in. Even yeah, exactly. Which is like you go before and you go as soon as you get out. I can go at least five hours in there without having to go to the bathroom. So I am a window person. I also like to cozy up and kind of like snuggle into the window to sleep if I'm going to try. The worst is the middle, especially oh. if you don't know the people on the oh, other side of you. God. Where does your head walk. fall? You yeah. Know? So here's the thing: we've been. Asking you, like, where do you usually, like, ideally gravitate to on a plane? Like, where would you like to be placed? What seat? What could it, you know, sort of section? But I think there's one universal uh, belief of what the worst seat on the plane is. And we'll get into that coming the up. The absolute worst spot on the plane. Where is it? And turns out some of you actually like this spot. I know. <laughs> I can't believe People that. People are disgusting. What? So I like this text. It says the best spot to sit on a plane, of course, is the exit row, as you said, Stu. But the worst spot, and I don't know how you can see anything as different than this, the very back of the plane constantly a flood of people that are coming and using the washroom. You can hear what they're doing in there. Uh, mm-hmm. Butts and faces. No, the thank you. Smell the smell that wafts Ugh. from there. Yes, they're lining up right beside you, so you feel like you're even more sardined into your row of seats. Uh, although this person says one time they were stuck with that seat, it actually turned out well for them because the flight attendant felt so bad for them that they got stuck with that seat. They gave them free vodka shots the whole plane. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, vodka will fix anything. <laughs> yes, you, it will. You won't be smelling nothing you Ugh. won't be feeling any pain because your seat's not backing up no. i just can't understand how some people are specifically trying to book the back of the plane and yeah. like the, another text here i always take the very back no one is behind you you're close to the flight attendants and the bathrooms which is a negative for most people mm. um Plus, they fill the front first, so lots of times there's empty seats behind me, yeah. and I get a whole row to myself. Yeah. Now, if I could have a whole row to myself, I think that I would be willing to sit at the back of the plane. Yeah, except you're so upright. 
Like there's mm-hmm. no reclining at all. Not that I usually recline my seat too much anyway, but just that slight bit so you're not like, you know, so erect. <laughs> but then even if there's empty seats for takeoff and landing, mm-hmm. usually the flight staff sits there and beside yes. you. Yeah. Mm, so you don't true. get it the, the full time. There was one time though, we, we were on a very empty plane and I did get the full row, but it was like in the middle of the plane. And I put up all the hand rests and I laid across it like it was my own bed and I slept the whole way home. I did that too. <laughs> It was I, the best flight I've ever experienced. Unfortunately, it was like only like a two or three hour flight, but it was amazing. It was amazing. Our flight back from Turks and Caicos, I had that that exact situation. I sat. I'm like, there's nobody sitting next to me. I'm going to lie across, but yeah. I'm I'm big, so I. So you cannot really lie, lie across. across two seats. Yeah, you're <laughs> <laughs> long guy. So, but here's the thing, though. A lot of you have said, obviously, the best is first class. Yeah. Uh, who can afford first class, guys? Some of these people can, and they say <laughs> the food and the booze up there is amazing. But my sister has flown uh, Dubai Airlines. Yeah, and you know when you get your own like pod. Yeah, and she showed me. So no. she and her husband each had like their own work desk pod. Yeah, but then also their own like beds. Did you can that lay you down can, in like, those. fully lay back and like close them and like dome fully them all under the covers you're in your own dome like Mork and Mindy cocoon don't like even was... need to do the how am I club you can actually do it right there no you get your own bed you don't it's not a double bed <laughs> oh, no. oh my oh my gosh <laughs> you say hey you want to come in <laughs> it's like a twin bed <laughs> it's not even a twin bed it's half no, of a twin it's bed like half a twin. <laughs> cash loaded bank player ready Beat the bank. Our 25th caller, our lucky caller is Julie. What part of town are you calling from? I'm uh, in Almont. Oh, Ooh, love Almont. There. Beautiful little town. Yes, it is. You're trying to win your share of $100,000? Oh, I sure would love to. Well, we'd love to give you lots of money. We have these eight vaults right here in front of you, and you have to decide how many of them you want to get into, okay? Okay. All right, let's open up vault one. 400. Oh, that's a nice opening. That's a big start. Wow. What do you think? I'll go again. Okay, here's vault two. 800. Oh, okay. double your money. This is looking good for you. Yeah, never oh, seen that wow. before. Oh, I'll go again. Okay, here's vault number three. 2,000. Oh, oh, oh my God. This oh, is only 2000? the third vault. $2,000. Yeah. Oh. On vault number three. Oh, I think I'm going to stop. I you, can't. I'll have a heart attack. You don't want to go any further? There's five vaults left. Oh. Oh, my I God. I know I'm going to regret it, but I'm going to take it. My knees are knocking. Okay. <laughs> I know I'm going to regret this. Oh, okay. 2000 bucks. That is pretty oh, solid. <laughs> now, we don't know how the game works because obviously you don't know, but we have to listen to the rest of the vaults. All right, so let's open up and see what had been in vault number four. 4,000. Oh, Oh, no. I knew it. Okay, there's still four more vaults to open. We've got uh, vault number five here. And, of course, it's not going to work for me. (laughs) Oh, no. Better you didn't hear it. (laughs) Oh, great. Well... You know you got $2,000. Yeah. <laughs> I'm very happy with that, you guys. Oh, my God. Uh, we will figure 2, out. 2000 more than I had five minutes ago. So. Yeah. You Better go. you don't know what you could have won. Mm-hmm. $2,000. or something. <laughs> Likely. I'm not complaining. We'll I'm figure it out. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Okay. Well, congratulations. $2,000 is yours. Woo! Thank Beat the bank. You. 
Our next chance to play Beat the Bank will be coming up at 9-10. Move mornings with Stuntman Stu, Angie, and Janelle on Move 100. What's trending? Well, one Connecticut woman got uh, quite the family video looking out in her backyard trampoline. Not the kids that were out there, but it was a family, a family of bears that climbed onto her backyard trampoline and gave her quite the show. So they wandered in. They got up onto the trampoline. They were rolling around, bouncing. It's like they knew what to do. They're wrestling with each other. There's so cute. Five of them. Oh, wow. Oh, I'm surprised they didn't break the trampoline. Well, at one point, one of them did have the lining in his mouth. <laughs> so I'm not sure how much damage was actually done. But she said apparently it's not the first time they come often to play in her yard like Aww. that. More what? than once? Five black bears in your backyard on your trampoline. Imagine that. Yeah. She's like, yep, another visit today. So it happens wow. frequently. I mean, this was uh, a cute story to see, and she's excited about their their visit. But this was after the story that happened in Canada yesterday. When, unfortunately, mm-hmm. the Bridalwood bear, uh, there was not such a happy ending for him. Mm. And a lot of people were very upset about that story. But he's been getting into backyards, but going through trash and things yeah. like that. So, um, yeah, this was a much happier <laughs> story. <laughs> Imagine. I'd like I, some bears to visit my pool this summer. Oh, ooh, no, you wouldn't I don't like think, that. I don't think, I don't think you would like that. Like a small bear. A small bear. Yeah, I don't think you can uh, have a preference. Or, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you can re- request. <laughs> I'll have Winnie the Pooh, please. Uh, step aside, Tom Cruise, flying your own, you know, Top Gun fighter jets. Brad Pitt is racing in the British Grand Prix this summer. Yeah, that seems like not a good idea, I don't think. So he is starring in the new F1 Apple movie, um, and he got special permission to film uh, a part of this movie during the first lap of the British Grand Prix. He's going to get behind the wheel of a race car, and he's actually going to compete against Lewis Hamilton in the first lap of the oh, event. That'd Good be cool to watch. Luck. Right? <laughs> so Lewis Hamilton, fun fact, is in a, an executive uh, producer of this movie that they're working on, but obviously a stellar race car driver. Mm-hmm. So Brad's going to take uh, him on. Imagine the people in the crowd that get to watch that. That'd be neat. I mean, yeah. Brad's not an idiot. He's not going to step behind if he doesn't know what he's no, doing. No, for sure. He'll be prepared. But uh, that's going to happen the weekend of July 7th through the 9th. Um, so the upcoming film that they're working on is going to be released next year. He plays this veteran F. One driver who comes out of retirement to mentor an up-and-coming motorist. Oh, cool. you know, Please mm-hmm. be a good movie. Please be a good movie. Right? Please. Something fast like yes. that. Yes. It's time. Are you ready? Word Wars on Move 100. And all right, all right. Uh, and, uh, Janelle, who's made the cut today on this wonderful game called Word Wars? We have Jen and Corey on the line. Stu, you'll be up first with Corey. I am. Oh, actually. Uh, no, Andrew's no, up. Oh, he won yesterday. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's not used to hearing me win, Janelle. I'm not. I'm so sorry. Okay. Yeah. Okay. We first are game of the, the week? champions, so, my that friends. that means Jen and yes. Angie are first. Yes. Okay. Good morning, Jen. Good morning, Angie. Good morning. So we get first choice of categories. We'll okay. tell you what they are, and you decide which one we're going to be lucky with, okay? Sounds good. So thanks to Wallace Shia Barnes, who sent in our categories. We have words with a double Z or words with a single Z. Oof. Mm-hmm. Um, I will go with a single. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Here we go. You go on a game show and you win a big prize. Yeah. Another word for alcohol or liquor is booze. Yeah. Uh, when you're taking a short little nap, you're taking a little 
News. Yes, uh, a light wind. It's just a gentle. Please. Yeah. Um, 12 eggs is a. Dozen. Yeah. Um, uh, this gold, silver, and. Bronze. Yeah, and then this is like a little gecko or like a little... Lizard. Yeah. Good. You guys are on fire. Uh You guys are on fire. Jen came to play. Good job, Jen. Well, that's going to be tough to beat, but you you never know. Uh, My contestant is Corey. Corey, you ready? Good morning. How are you, Stu? I'm very good. You got to get up for this game, Corey. All right. Let's uh, see if we can tie him. What category is what? Your category is double Z. Oh, easy peasy. Here we go. Three, two, one. You put pepperoni on what? You put pepperoni on what? Uh, pizza. Yes. Oh, and you're putting all this together. It's like uh, you throw all the pieces on, on the table. Yes. Puzzle. And and we have these uh, Dairy Queen. It's a what? Dairy Blizzard. Queen. Yes. And Blizzard. if you put something on a, on a hot pan, what does it do? It's... It, yes, and the, the thing you were just about to say is other thing. You, yes, and uh, if you don't answer in time, what 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 sounds? Uh, buzzer. 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 We just heard it. Ah, you took ten minutes on pizza. We would have tied this. Corey. I know. I, I didn't quite hear it. You could tell. You could tell you were trying to make up time, though. <laughs> yeah, he's definitely <laughs> picking up his speed. You guys are really getting, moving through those words. Unfortunately, yeah. not enough. Ah. Corey, okay. Oh, well. Try again. Try again. Thank you, Corey. Okay. Thanks, guys. Have a great day. You, you too. too. Congratulations to you, Jen. Thank you. Well done. Well played. You guys. You know, I won't give too many props, so that was a great game. <laughs> Jen was quick. Here you go. Jen, what did you win? A $100 Lotto Max gift card. Hopefully hit the jackpot. Yay, thank you. you and go. don't forget your favorite morning show when you win millions of dollars. Move 100.3. Yay! Each one of us would like a million dollars. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Well, she wins 20. Yeah. Why, why can't she give each of us a million dollars? Don't get greedy. <laughs> I'm not getting greedy. It's a question. Thanks, Jen. Caring is caring. Yeah. <laughs> Have a good day. Stephanie and Stu, Angie and Janelle. I turn them on every morning when I wake up. Ottawa's Move 100. The show wants to know. No, 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 no. What do we want to know today? Oh, we want to know <laughs> if this is cringy or not. I mean, there is a place and a time for a gift like this. And it is not your bridal shower. And this gift should not be coming from your mom. <laughs> okay. Was it? Was so I was at a bridal shower over the weekend. My um, my fiance's brother is getting married a month before us. So my soon-to-be sister-in-law, I went down there for the, the, the day and it was really lovely. And her mom had a gift for her and she kept saying like, you've got to open up this last. You've got to open this last. So I thought okay. maybe like a sentimental gift, not really sure like what's going to be in these. And they're small gifts. They're not like big ones. So what could it be? She goes through all the other gifts, gets all the wonderful kitchen supplies and all of the things that a bride gets at a bridal shower. Did the gift vibrate? Like make, a, <laughs> make a little hummer box? It's for ba- your neck. Battery's not included. So her mom got her some some options for jewelry to wear the day of the wedding. Okay. Really nice gift. But yeah. then the final gift that she opened, and as she's opening it, there's a couple of children sitting in front of her. And she goes, Mom, is this child appropriate Uh. like she knows her mom better than anyone else and as she unwraps it it is this red silky lacy lingerie (laughs) what's wrong with that well mm, it's just weird 
<laughs> Thanks, mom. <laughs> I'm telling you right now, if my mom gives me lingerie at my bridal shower that is coming up at her house in a couple of weeks, I don't know that I'm going to love it. <laughs> Do women still wear lingerie? Because I haven't seen my wife in lingerie in like 20 years. <laughs> um, well, they're in the honeymoon phase still. <laughs> and mom specifically, after she opens it up, says, that's so we can have some grandchildren soon. Oh, oh my God, amazing. No, that's inappropriate. Oh, you don't say that at God. a wedding shower. I mean, there are certain wedding showers, like bachelorettes, that theme things around yeah. that yeah. kind of stuff, you know, like Fantasia parties yeah. and stuff like that mm-hmm. but like when you're going just mainstream like wedding shower with the kids in the room <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> if that's the time mommy what's that she could have given it to her like the night before her wedding yeah. or something yeah. on the slide <laughs> not opening yeah. it up in front of 30 women who are her aunts and uncles like her aunts and cousins and yeah. like soon to be mother-in-law setting sitting next the, setting the stopwatch for the baby making <laughs> That's Calm funny. down, mother. Uh, so we want to know, is that like a cringy gift or would you think that that's really nice? Or maybe you got something like this and yeah. tell us your yeah. stuff. I bet you a lot of our listeners have received stuff like this. Did you get this. something embarrassing in front of a room full of people? Someone listening is, ha- has to have gotten this mm-hmm. before. Yeah. And we want to hear about it. So give us a call, 750-1100. What's better than one set of sexy lingerie at your wedding shower? How about a matching set? <laughs> So we're asking you if you think it's cringy uh, to give someone like some sexy revealing lingerie at the wedding shower in front of a room full of people and even children uh, present. And it's your mom who gave it to you. (laughs) So apparently this exact same thing happened to one of our Move listeners. Texted into 10-0-30. Same happened at my bridal shower. But my mom also bought my husband some black sexy underwear as well to go with me. (laughs) What? Why? She goes, needless to say, he didn't wear it. (laughs) But also the thing is, is they God, I'm sure he was happy he wasn't there to open it. Yeah, that was mortifying for him. Okay, so what do you think? Is, is it cringy to you know give somebody lingerie at a bridal shower? I agree with you that a uh, little bit more discreet, maybe the day before the the wedding. Mm-hmm. But to be honest, I think times have changed so much that. It's- doesn't surprise me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're, we're a lot more liberal these days than yeah, we were in the. <laughs> doesn't surprise me. Things are just so. So different than than what they were. That yeah, I, I, yeah. so I think I think it's probably going to be pretty normal now. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, do you have a comment about that? Yes, I do actually. Uh, it's a staple at any uh, bridal shower to have lingerie given to the bride to be. From your mom, though. Why not? <laughs> Why I, not? I, I have never been to a bridal shower where somebody's gotten lingerie. I've been to lots of bachelorette parties with girlfriends where we all have given her, you know, nice underwear or like lingerie or something like that, but never at a bridal shower. Well, I think it depends, too, uh, on the age. Like, I got married later on in life, so I didn't have a bachelorette party. Right. So I had a bridal shower, and yeah, I got all kinds of lingerie. Oh. Do you still wear it? <laughs> No, I don't get it. Yeah, yeah, that, that's why. <laughs> but we all have the drawer. <laughs> yes, yes, <laughs> okay, so what I'm hearing is that it's a common gift. Now, you guys are holding a bridal shower for me this weekend. Mm-hmm. Yes, we Did are. Did I be expecting lingerie? No. No, <laughs> absolutely not. Unless Stu got you some. Thank no. God. No. <laughs> no. In front of coworkers, that's even more fun. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I got the feels.
and it feels good. It's a feel-good moment to kick off your workday. Angie's All the Feels on Move 100. Well, Derek Bona in Nova Scotia is a husband and father, a chef, and now a local weight loss influencer. But his life all changed after a recent fall. So he took a slip outside when he was with his father and his wife, and he fell in the mud. And at almost 600 pounds, he couldn't get himself back up. And he'd already been suffering from anxiety and depression. But that day, he says he hit his rock bottom and he decided to start to make some changes. He actually didn't know at that point how much he currently weighed. And he couldn't find a scale anywhere in the city of Halifax or Dartmouth to accommodate his size. Most scales only go up to a maximum weight of about 450 pounds. So about three weeks into his fitness journey, he ordered an industrial scale used for companies to handle packages. And he found out at that point he was almost 600 pounds, 561. Ouch. So that, he says, came as a bit of a shock. He knew he was big, but he didn't know it had gotten that bad. Yeah. So, I mean, where do you begin? He didn't want to overwhelm himself. He just started with just doing one thing differently. And for him, that was his diet. So eating balanced meals, high protein, lots of healthy vegetables and fruits. And in the first few weeks, he got into the rhythm of portioning, something he hadn't done in a very long time. And he was also drinking nearly four liters of water a day, which is super vital. Yeah. And at the point, at this point, he realized that he had already three weeks in, had lost about 55 pounds. What? And he began sharing his journey on Twitter. And the local community rallied around him. He had like sort of a community where they are all Blue Jays fans, etc. And different groups he was a part of. And they were just showing some incredible support. And a few days later, he realized his phone blew up with notifications. He had no idea what was going on until he saw a personal message from none other than Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, that's incredible. He wrote to him, you've got this. I'm proud of you. Of course, as someone who has spent (laughs) his life perfecting his body. Mm -hmm. So now for the first time in a long time, he was starting to actually get proud of himself. And he said, you know, there was no goal weight. He recently hit 517, and he's very happy about that. Uh, But instead, what he's focusing more on is just getting to do things that he hasn't been able to do in a long time. Yeah, Yeah, like getting out. Like putting on his socks. Wow. Like tying his own shoes. Things we take for granted. Like being able to pick yourself up after a fall like he went through. So he said, those are the big goals for me. But one number he admits he's excited to get down to isn't even 500. (laughs) Like that to him. But he said, I'm so close. And I know that once I pass it, I never want to see that 500 number again. Ever again. But. Inspiring, holy. Already, right? I mean, he started almost 600, and he's down to 517, and that is not an easy place to start, so good on him. And, you know, sharing makes you accountable and all of it, so totally good for him. And that's all the feels on Move 100. Stuff and Stu, Angie and Janelle. I turn them on every morning when I wake up. Ottawa's Move 100. Who knew you needed your favorite cocktail in chip form? And in the morning for breakfast. (laughs) What are you talking about? My new chips that I just got from your wife. So Stu's wife, Connie, just came into the studio. You saw her. Don't pretend you didn't. Uh, She came into the studio and she just brought me a little gift. So she knows, well, you too, Janelle, but Mm -hmm. I love a bloody Caesar. 
Anyone else? Yeah, I know you. Surprise, yeah, surprise. You either love it or you hate it, but it is a pretty popular cocktail. It is. Yeah. It is. So she gave us a little shock and awe when she came in and said, saw these, thought of you, thought maybe you'd want to try them. There's a new chip out by Irresistibles. Is that the Sobeys brand? I looked it up, and I know you can buy it at Metro, and Metro is a branch yeah. of Sobeys, oh, so you oh, should okay. be able to buy it at yeah, Metro and Metro Sobeys. Yeah. yeah, those Irresistibles brand. It's their version of the no-name brand, I mm-hmm. guess, right? Uh, and they're a limited edition, and they're the old-fashioned type of potato chips, like the, you know, like nice the crunchy kettle, kettle kind. Yeah. Uh, but they are Caesar cocktail flavor. Like... I- I don't like the Caesar cocktails. I, 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 I'd I actually eat those. You probably would. If yeah. you don't like the cocktail, I understand. Like, the, I mean, the Clamato still kind of comes through. It's surprising how much flavor is on these chips. I thought no. they might just taste like tomato-y. They don't. I thought it was going to be just like a ketchup chip with yes. like a little bit of a kick. And they do have um, like almost like a tiny spice to them. They're not hot by any nope. means. But you do almost get like that taste of like um, celery salt mm-hmm. with yeah. the tomato with like almost That's a bit something. of like Worcester. I think so. I'd eat that. Yeah. Why doesn't she ever buy meat chips? Because maybe you... Because you say you're trying to cut them out of your diet. Yeah. You always always get better when she buys chips. (laughs) But yeah. So anyways, they're out. Limited edition. If anyone else likes a Bloody Caesar, maybe give these a try. They're actually... Janelle and I have been eating them. They're pretty good. Yeah, they're delicious. (laughs) Better than I thought they'd be. (laughs) I'll just sit and eat my fingers. All right. Cash loaded. Bank player ready. Beat the bank. Celine Brunet is at work. She's trying to win her share of $100,000 here on Move. Good morning, Celine. You ready? Yes, I am. Okay, so Celine, you sound like you're being quiet. Do you have a lot of people around you? No, not at all. Okay, good. (laughs) Okay, get loud and proud. Here we go. There's eight vaults in front of you, and you get to open them and decide what you want to do, all right? Okay. Here is vault number one. 150. Keep going. All right, vault two. 400. Hey. Oh, keep going. Here's vault three. 500. 500 nice. bucks. What do you think? Do I keep going? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Let's go one more. Okay. okay. Here's vault four. 600. 600 okay. bucks. Nice. So we've got four vaults left potentially for you to I know, open. Oh, I know. Oh, my God. Let's go one more. One more. Here's vault five. 800. Hey, that was a good call. 800, I stop. 800, that's enough? (laughs) Yes. Okay. That's our number. $800 for you this morning. That's pretty solid. That is good. Okay, we have to see what else was going to go on, though, if you would have kept going, okay? Hey, here is what was in vault number six. 1,000. 1,000 bucks. Vault seven. 1,500. Oh, no. Ooh. And if we gone all the way to Vault 8, 2,000. Oh. You left $1,200 on the table. You still got 800 bucks for doing basically nothing. I'm happy. <laughs> You're happy? You Good. have any yeah. plans for that cash? Oh, yeah, of course. What are you going to do? <laughs> um, Go for a really before. expensive lunch. Well, yeah, I'll put it towards my next trip. Oh, okay. well, there you go. That's a good call. Get planning, girl. Yeah. <laughs> Enjoy. <laughs> Thank you. So our next chance to play Beat the Bank coming up with Catherine Dines. Be listening at 210.